0: Oh, yes. It's time for Backdoor Cover Pre Valentine's Day Edition. Let's go. Are you depressed, buddy? Oh, no. Just going with my sexy voice. Oh. Hey, Brad. Is your Barry White? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. I'm Micah. That's Brad. Welcome. What's Gucci? What's good? Man, just another day in paradise. A tremendous Monday to you. We are recording here Monday evening, uh, releasing Tuesday morning, I think, or Monday night. You're probably listening to this Tuesday evening. Either way, doesn't really matter. <laughs> How's it going? Don't tell people when to listen to our podcast. No, Mark. they can listen whenever they want. Don't. How tell was your them. weekend, Brent? It's pretty great. How was yours? Oh, uh, tremendous. We had uh, had some uh, some of Caitlin's family in town. We got all over the place. We had barbecue. We ate at El Rancho had a late night meal at the uh, In-N-Out is that right I didn't eat it but the others did the the New Yorkers were very enamored with late night In-N-Out Oh you should usually you what you needed to do was take them to uh,
1: Taco Cabana and get some of that queso and tortillas oh, We did
0: that uh we've done that with some New Yorkers before they really they really appreciate it Yeah will hurt you We had enough queso and tortillas on on Thursday at Matt's Famous El Rancho Yeah I forget that They have significantly raised their prices I, I'm not complaining necessarily uh-huh. because they should like. But if I owned that, I would have absolutely yeah. done that. It's it's like two hour waits for a table every Friday Saturday. It's like, crazy and price hitting could change that. And for like the last three years, I've been going there. I've, every time I go there, I'm like this this combo meal that I'm paying eleven ninety five for should be sixteen ninety five, and I think now it's like fourteen ninety five. Well, and the margaritas are all up a dollar too. They're, they're it's that's where they get you. Yeah, the booze. Because we've heard from people saying, like, normally we used to go, it doesn't matter what we ate, what we ordered, what we drank, it'd be $25 a person. And then last year, I feel like it crept up to, like, 30 minimum. And then everyone I've talked to this year said it's, like, 40 And they no longer take Amex, which pisses me off. Hmm. You know your boy's an Amex Gold member. Oh, yeah? Part of that club? Yeah. Something like that. Shouts to all the, uh, the Goldies out there. Just like me, the gold boys. Broke boys not accepted at Matt's El Rancho. <laughs> well, not broke boys. Gold boys. Boy. <laughs> hey, you know where else broke boys are not accepted? Hmm. Inside the mind of Micah. This week on Mind of Micah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. But last week I did an episode about the uh, Iowa caucus. That's something. You know, I generally stay away from politics on Mind of Micah. I think that one's a good thing to cover. Like it's I just a big hate, enough event. And I it, hate
1: it, Iowa. It was such. I <laughs> I hate Iowa. I really do. I hate the the whole state. So use this option, this opportunity to get on your your high horse and, and bitch about Iowa. Yeah,
0: I was gonna hate on them way before. Uh-huh. To be fair, I mean, I've hated on Iowa and the 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 idea of the Iowa caucus long before uh, the Democratic Party of, of Iowa just bungled the whole fucking nation became a laughingstock. But uh, the state of Iowa. I know we have listeners there. I'm sorry, but the fact that you go first makes your state uh, important for some reason, even though your state looks nothing like the rest of America. I'm not going to get into this right now if you want to hear about it. Uh, It was a 26-minute rant. Go to Mind of Micah wherever you listen to podcasts. I bet they're a pretty good representation of the voting America. No, they're not. Uh, Let's get straight to Mind of Micah, though. I even brought facts on Mind of Micah. Okay, we're done with Mind of Micah. Let me out of there. I'm sorry. Get I'm me st- out. I'm stuck there, too. Uh, this is Backdoor Cover. This is nominally a sports podcast. Uh, Brad and I are here to talk about some sports.
1: Okay. What kind of sports do you want to talk about? What do you want to start with now that football season is dead and gone? R.I.P. Uh, it's not dead yet. Well, we got the
0: XFL. We got the XFL, but we'll get to that later. I saw
1: some guy getting escorted out in handcuffs on the field this weekend. So
0: Oh, I didn't see, I didn't see that.
1: Yeah, I'll have to send it to you. Some good stuff happening out there. Uh, it was really something. So, okay. So is that where you would like to start? No. Okay.
0: I would not. I mean, this is your ship, buddy. Sorry. You're the captain. The fiance is asking about, uh, about dinner tonight and I have to assist. Oh yeah. You know how this goes. Yeah. What would you like to talk about, Brad? What was the most interesting thing that happened in the world of sports this weekend for you? Certainly the NBA draft deadline. I think that's
1: been the most. Trade deadline. Yeah. Excuse me. Did I say draft? You did trade deadline is what I'm going for there. I think that was the most interesting. There's also some good golf news, some a good golfing event. Uh, Phil Mickelson sighting, all sorts of good stuff happening there. Oh, is this the butter cut? Is this a little? Is this a little slice of that butter? Is this one. No, there you go. Oh, here it is, the butter cut. There it is. So, anyways,
0: uh, I don't want to talk about golf yet. Yeah,
1: but I, we will. Okay, so why don't you? Go I'd like ahead to and talk eat. about
0: the trade deadline. What do you think the biggest piece? Move, because I have a headline. well, a deadline. I have a headline. Deadline. Why don't you start it off, and I'll contribute. Oh, the no. Rockets are all in. Okay. On, and not just on winning. They're all in on a. Uh, They're methodology. all methodology. On a methodology. The fact that the Rockets, a team that is absolutely a contender by any any stretch of uh, you know any definition, even though this team has uh, underperformed a little bit on the court this year. This is certainly a team within their championship window. They have James Harden in his absolute prime. They're the fifth seed currently in the West. But we've seen this team go to the, the Western Conference back. Finals. They, they've they gone to the seventh game of the, uh, the Western Conference Finals. So let's just
1: give people My a point quick is, update of what's happened to them, Reed, as of the last 12 months, right? They, they traded ahead. Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. So... That was essentially a slasher physical guard that didn't have much of a three-point shot, if any at all. And that was kind of what they held their hat on, right? So then they've got Russell Westbrook and Clint Capella, who's a big man who can't shoot or stretch the floor. And they've got James Harden, who is the best one-on-one basketball player in arguably the history of the NBA. So you need to spread the court for him. So they hit the trade deadline, and... The move here is to find ways to spread the court. They can't get rid of Wes, uh, Russell Westbrook. So they're stuck with him. So they're getting rid of Clint Capella. They send Clint Capella to the Hawks. And now they get back, um, what's the guy's name? Robert
0: Covington. Covington is the guy's Who name is the Philadelphia, best. right? Robert Covington is the best player. Oh, no, he came from Minnesota. Well, he was. Uh, I think he was from Philly before. That's right. Covington is the best player who moved during the trade deadline. Do you think so? Yes. I think that's don't arguably. don't give me Andrew Wiggins. Fuck that. I well, I would say D'Angelo Russell. Okay, he. I mean, he's Robert Covington's the best player that's going to make any that a contender acquired this year. So the argument here is with his
1: salary that makes him the most valuable asset. Because, who Covington? Because he's got a low salary and a high ceiling of three and D ability, and he's probably the best addition of any team i don't think he's He's the best best, player
0: he's the best player a contender he's He's the best player a contender oh that's that would be a good argument then yeah because d'angelo in minnesota they are not contenders they're not even going to see the playoffs of any of the teams that are actual contenders this year shockingly robert covington is the best player that that either one of of the morris twins went to the clippers Fuck whichever Morris twin that was. I <laughs> out fucking of, hate Out that of uh, New York. He was the bozo who signed, who said he was going to sign with the Spurs and then backed out the last minute, went to the Knicks, got his ass shipped out, said terrible things about women and being real feminine because he's a bozo. He did have his best season of his career this year. He's an idiot, and I hate. Well, I wish nothing but the worst for him. Well, and, uh, he's he, he he's on line to making a championship right now. He cost, Davis, cost the Spurs Davis Bertans because we can't afford him to sign that bozo who's turned into a career season in Washington. Mm. That's a whole other thing. Let's talk about Robert, Robert Covington. Let's talk. He is the best player acquired by a contender. I'm going to stand by that. Okay. Houston made a bold move, uh, sign him because they committed to a fully five-out style because they gave up Clint Capella. I don't know if the Rockets are contenders. I think they probably are. Uh, so I don't know if this pushes them over the top or not or makes them a contender. This is not a perfect piece. This is not Toronto adding Marcus Gasol at the deadline. This is a team in a championship window that appears to be on the fringe of a championship relevance. Does that make sense? It does. And they're trying to to move into convention, uh, into that conversation. What's interesting is generally teams that make dramatic changes in the way they play, or not necessarily changes, but attack the teams that, play a super unorthodox style. Yes. Which the Rockets are now fully committed to. They are okay. all in on they have fucking Mike Dantoni, the seven seconds or less master. They're going to play with five wings. PJ Tucker is their center who's six foot five. Right. Teams that do this are generally really bad teams that are trying to to get a schematic advantage. Championship contending teams generally don't make tinker with the entire style of basketball that they play. So it's interesting from that perspective. Okay. I don't know if it's going to work, and I, I'm I'm truthfully
1: pretty skeptical. I mean Thabo Cephalosha is their backup center at six foot six, and some guy named Cabocolo six foot nine. They, I think they picked him up. Yeah, on the but trade these block. dudes don't but play. Bruno Bruno's his name. These guys are going to try and play with five. Five wing players. He's the he's the biggest potential player of all of the guys on their court. He's six foot nine. They got Tyson Chandler and uh, some guy named Tyson Isaiah. Chandler still in the league. Some he played for. He played for the Rockets, boy. But he don't get any minutes. They remember got Isaiah Hartenstein. Remember Artenstein. when Dallas
0: got rid of Tyson Chandler after twenty eleven because they thought they just couldn't couldn't afford to pay him? And here he is still in the league, fucking nine years later. That doesn't I mean he's been contributing. Well, but I think he he's did still have some in the relevant,
1: league. He definitely had some relevant seasons between eleven and now. Yeah. Miami,
0: uh, strangely to me, added Andre Iguodala. You think uh, that's weird? Yeah, I don't think they're contenders, and and they signed him to a two year deal. It's just, the whole thing's strange. I me. think they could come out of the East. Clippers got Marcus Morris, who we talked about. Uh, he probably helps. He makes them better. I, I'm not sold on the Clippers. A lot of people. Vegas uh, seems to be their the favorite now. A lot of people said this this move is. Puts them over the top. Do you have any thoughts on that? The point being that he is the one spot that they had a weakness at, which
1: was a somebody who could play defense physically with like a LeBron caliber like physical specimen, somebody who's kind of mm-hmm. big that can play defensive uh, minutes and then hit three, spread the court. Uh, they're saying that he's a perfect plug-in for what they're looking for. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm he's been good his entire career. He's fine. Morris.
0: I just uh, don't tell me that the Clippers are now the favorite because they signed Marcus Morris.
1: Were they not the favorite to begin with? I mean, they, they haven't weren't. won the most games because they've had injuries
0: and stuff like that, but... I mean, it, the Clippers aren't winning the championship unless Kawhi and Paul George are at 100%, and uh, Kawhi absolutely. is superhuman, and he did that last year. Well, he, Do, he did it with half a leg, too. Can Kawhi be superhuman again this year? That's will question. That's where the championship lies. I mean, it, truthfully... If Kawhi Leonard is superhuman, whatever team he's on, with whatever configuration they have, will be a contender for the next five years. Mm, I wouldn't say if that. If he can get hot, he's he's in my mind, and I've said this plenty of times, he's the best player in basketball. He's better right now than Dirk Nowitzki was in 2011, and the pieces around him are better than Dirk. Why are you and comparing Dirk, him to Dirk? Because Dirk was on a team that had <laughs> Jason Terry as its second best player, and he took a team to a championship. Oh, I think that's arguable, but it took Dirk being fucking unbelievable throughout that playoff run. And I think Kawhi Leonard can be. We saw it last year. Okay. He, he can be unbelievable throughout a playoff run. I think, and and I think that the supporting cast around him this year is better than the cast he had last year. At least Paul George, second, his second is better than, than the guys he ran with last season. Certainly, but on that in And that he's same good vein, enough to carry his
1: team to a championship. In that same We've vein, the Toronto Raptors, Raptors are second in the East, 39-14. Yeah, but they're not contenders. They've been incredible
0: this year. They have been incredible. They can't beat Milwaukee. They can't beat uh, well, I mean, either of the L.A. teams. I mean, they're good. It's been they'll a great, never see that the it's LA teams. been a great story, but they're not legitimate championship contenders.
1: You don't think they're going to make it out of the East, is what you're saying, right? No, I, I don't. Do you think they could make it to the finals,
0: the East finals, conference finals? Maybe, depending on the draw they get. Here are the contenders. Okay, let's the Lakers. It. Yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, the Nuggets. Okay, the Bucks. I would put those as as the four. is the top tier, and maybe the Bucks at the top. I'm not trying to really short side the box Bucs are fucking unbelievable. Yeah. 45 and seven. Yeah. Best record in the league. A step below. You've got the jazz rockets, Sixers heat, Boston Celtics and the Raptors and the Raptors. That's it. That's the list there. And, and I don't, well, actually I don't think the Raptors can win. I just don't think the Raptors are enough. I'd get them off that list. Hmm. I so think my is, list I of teams that can contend for a championship, and okay. I mean teams that can make the finals, because if you come the, out of their conference, yeah, we've seen this. If you come, if you make the finals, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, Steph can turn his ankle, Clay can be out, you know. I mean, KD it, can bust his his exactly. Achilles. KD can pop pop his Achilles. If you can make it to the finals, you you've got a real chance. And the teams that can really do that: Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. I don't think the Nuggets can Jazz. Rockets, Bucks, Raptors, Heat, Sixers, Celtics. I'd okay. get rid of the
1: Raptors. Well, I mean, if you're giving that big of a list, I'd say the Bucks and possibly the Heat. And I think I'd get rid of the Heat. The really? See, right. I think the Heat are going to be really good now. I think they're going to be extremely good on defense. And I mean, it's interesting. You haven't Heat, seen much of this league, have you? Or this year, have you? I've Bam Adebayo is incredible. Yeah, he's he's taking the leap. Yeah, and then they got Jimmy. Bucks. The Sixers and Celtics. Just don't seem better than they were last year. The sec- the the Sixers seem worse. The Sixers are just a mess. They're, they have
0: two very good players, and they just that don't can't work play together. together. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then Richardson, that point, the guard that they got, that's a supreme talent. I think he actually came from the Heat in the Jimmy buckets trade. Has been off and on the court, not been healthy the whole time. So, yeah, there's just been some different things, and th- I mean the amount of money they're paying, all the different guys that they're starting, four or five guys. Is astronomical the 76ers. so
0: yep. Philly picked up Glenn Robinson the third Big Dog Junior and Alex Burke yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that, or Alex Burks maybe that makes them a little bit better they gave up Trey Burke uh, which is confusing but that's no, that's that doesn't move the needle Denver switched up some players to get some cap space I don't think they're any better or worse than they were before if you give Utah the j- credit for the Jordan Car- Clarkson trade they made a month or two ago. That's pretty good. He's been pretty good. Yeah, he's a nice contributor. Although Utah has, has been cold as of late. Mizzou Wildcat or <laughs> Mizzou Tiger. Tiger. Lakers, Bucks, and Raptors uh, did nothing. Okay. Celtics did nothing either. I don't think the Celtics can can win the East, but if you're a Celtics fan, you kind of want to just see what this roster can do. Like, I kind of like them not making a panic trade. Okay. And of all of those teams that we mentioned, Houston's the only one that like really shook things up, that really made a, a change that's going to drastically did, yeah. change the way they play. Because the Lakers and Clippers and and Bucks are going to be playing the same way they did last week. Maybe Marcus Morris gets a few more minutes, but these teams are the their general style of cha- play does not change. Hmm. Well, let's talk about D'Angelo Russell okay. uh, being shipped to Minnesota. This is probably the most polarizing. For Andrew Wiggins, basically. Uh, and they also got... There's a lightly protected two uh, 2021 first-round pick from Minnesota that goes to the Warriors. What do you think? I don't know. This is uh You know, what's amazing is if you think about all the places that D'Angelo Russell has played mm-hmm. since he's been in high school. Because I think he played in two different states in high school. Okay. One year in college. He's been a Laker. He's been... Uh, net a net. And now he's, he's he's was a warrior. Now he's headed to Minnesota. That's a lot of places for a guy who's a talented dude. I love this trade for both teams. You do, I do. So
1: for the Golden State Warriors, I love it because I don't think that he fits with with Steph and Clay. I don't think that D'Angelo D'Lo. Russell does. Yeah, I think that they are better off with a physical potential three and D guard. I know that his contract is astronomically large, and he'll never play up to that level of ball. I'm talking about uh, the guy that got Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins. His contract's like thirty million a year or something for like three more years, like ninety million bucks on the books. But I think are you looking at me funny? No,
0: no, uh, no. That's yeah. I no, think that's
1: true. I think that's the the contract, which that's an unmovable contract. So that's a win for for Milwaukee. They, I'm not Milwaukee. I'm sorry for Minnesota. That was a contract they would never get off of, and he was never going to change. Like, and the knock against him is that he doesn't have heart. That he doesn't play that hard. That he's a stats guy that doesn't really contribute to winning. And if that's the identity that he's built in that city, there's no—I don't think there's anything that's going to change that. So, other than leaving that organization, and and honestly, is there a better organization for him to go to than one fueled by Steph and Clay coming off injury no, it's by Draymond? And I mean, if he comes in and fills the Iggy role, which is a tall, athletic—that's—that's that's a ridiculous statement.
0: Why? Because Andrew Wiggins has been one of the the biggest underachievers in the history of basketball. Absolutely. And so for, he comes for in for and the he's amount of money
1: he's made possibly the most athletic person in the entire league. And his problem is effort, and his problem is growth, and his problem is that he shoots a lot of long twos, and it's the most inefficient shot in the league. But he comes into an organization that could feasibly mold him into something special. And what would they, what would be the perfect fit is a physical defensive guard that can shoot threes, that can crash the boards, that can play defense on multiple positions. It, he would be an uh, a, an exact replica of Iggy. Obviously, he'll never have his his feel for the game. Iguodala is like they they talk about how he's just got next level feel for the game, like instincts. That's not something you could teach, but the physicality aspect of it and, you know, changing a person's environment and teaching them how to prepare as a professional. sucks that you've got to teach somebody how to be a professional that you're paying $30 million to, but those are the things that you're kind of looking at, and they get a first-round draft pick. It's protected. I think it's top three protected, so, I mean, okay, it's actually possible that Uh, Minnesota so bad that they get a top three pick, but it's pretty likely that they're going to get something like in that, you know, four to ten range draft pick, you would think. And if not, it rolls over into the next year and it's unprotected. So, I mean, I think it's a good trade for Golden State. Now, for Minnesota, I keep calling them Milwaukee. For Minnesota, I think it's a good trade because they had to get off of Wiggins. Like, he wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't ever going to change. And they've got Towns, who's arguably one of the best players, young talents in the league. He's 23 or something. Mm-hmm. And he's pissed, and he hates being there. And they add one of his best friends in the league in deloading. And they also bring in Beasley, who came off of that Nuggets squad, and he was a really good defensive player, three ball. He contributed last year to that really good uh, out finish to the season that they had in uh, Denver. So they picked up a couple of guys, and all of them, the nucleus of that team is like 22, 23. And, yeah, those guys have been in the league for four or five years, three, four years, But and they seem older. They're young, man. They are young as hell. And if they can get together a pretty good little nucleus and start building around that and build some positive stuff with Carl with Anthony Towns and kind of change how things are going in that market, I think that's a huge win. So that's my very, very long-winded explanation of why I believe both teams – came out on top Hmm. how do you feel
0: dumber no i feel good (laughs) minnesota's in the west it's a tough place to be Mm -hmm. uh i don't think that d'angelo russell and and carl anthony towns make them a playoff team without decent pieces around them certainly not i'm not sure how tough carl anthony towns is Uh, the record has shown that he is uh uniquely talented but underachiever he was murdered
1: by uh uh in one time on twitter a couple months ago it's true yeah. d'angelo
0: russell has had one good season as a pro okay uh on a decent team now that doesn't mean he's a losing player yeah i mean he can but that, it could
1: be that la system that was it like also could nightmare. mean that
0: um we'll see i i just you know i don't think he's a max player and he, i know he signed a max deal with the warriors the mm. warriors to me seem like geniuses in this thing i don't know what this means for minnesota but who knows who gives a shit about Wiggins? Uh, if he if he gives you anything, that's good. They're not expecting him to be Andrea Iguodala. They can't. No, you, but this I mean, season that would be this, this high, season high, is high
1: high high high
0: ceiling. This season is a tank of Palooza anyway. They should try and get the best pick they can. That's another thing is
1: that he is worse off, especially in scoring and defending and and contributed to wins than uh deloading. So they're going to lose more games with Wiggins on the floor than they would have with that point guard. And that's another benefit is another a better draft pick. Yeah, you can't you tank this thing. Tank Palooza, baby. I like that. Like I I like giving up
0: on guys you know that just aren't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think they're giving up on him though. I mean they gave up on D Lo. Yeah, I think That's they, what I'm saying. So I oh I thought you were they saying said, they gave up on This uh, isn't wait our wait guy. So. Let's get rid of him. I don't think they ever thought D loading was gonna be the Well, guy. there was some there was a tweet that said like life comes at you fast or something. It was a quote from Steve Kerr saying how like D'Angelo is a perfect fit for what we do. Uh, before the trade, and then after they trade him, they're like, well, we just think is going to be a better fit than Delo. It just wasn't the right fit from the beginning. I mean, just the reason totally they got him was because they had to do something to get a, an asset back for
1: Kevin Durant. So they sent Durant to the Nets, they got d and then they swapped him for, you know, a draft pick, which is something they highly coveted because they don't have many of those, and a, you know, like super
0: it. athletic guy. I mean, I love just team tank. Come back next year, be the favorites. It's amazing. <laughs> you think they're going to be favorites? I mean, I mean they have Steph and Clay are, are and back healthy. Steph, Clay, and Dre. Yeah, they're dangerous. Uh, that's pretty much it. You got anything else on the deadline? That's pretty much it. Love it.
1: Love Your boy Dwayne Deadman got moved. Wasn't he a spur for a while? Yeah, yeah. Stretch five guy. Now he's in. Um, he's for a Hawks now again. Got paid by Sacramento and then got moved. Good for him. Yeah, get rich.
0: I love it when dudes get rich. Me too. I, I, I want when get ladies rich. get rich too. Yeah, I, I want to be one of those people.
1: Okay, so that's it. That's Let's our talk.
0: that's our uh, very in depth analysis. Yeah, there you go. We'll be picking up more uh, NBA hoops talk coming uh, now that football is dead. Definitely, but football is not dead because this. Ass the axe
1: half half. You enjoy that way more than you should have. Is that what the, how they internet introduce it on television? No, not this year. That's just how you make no, it. No, the sound. first time
0: they did it, the before the first ever exit oh, game twenty it, years ago. When he hate me played there. Yeah, uh, Vince McMahon came out and just ass <laughs> the axe half half. He tried to make pro wrestling football. Yeah, it didn't uh, work, huh? Vince and the rest of the uh, pro wrestling gimmicks were needless or well, I won't say needless <laughs> were noticeably absent this week uh, on the XFL. Okay. I Actually DVR the first game. Cause I was like, I hope they bring out the rock or something or, you know, something interesting. And no, it was just Greg McElroy and uh, uh, Steve Levy and some ESPN people. The sideline reporters had a lot more access Okay. I didn't watch a whole lot of foot uh, the XFL, but was kind of on the background and it was kind of entertaining. You had a good time. There were a couple of Mizzou guys that were running around. That it was good to see them play again. Here's a oh, video there's that guy getting arrested. Yeah, and his under. That's a bad look for that guy. Yeah, he's, he's uh, all shuffled out. Three of the four games, the under hit. Uh, the average yards per play were only 5.0, or NFL teams average five point five. So you know, it wasn't exactly an offensive explosion. Did you recognize players on the field? There's a handful. There's a handful. I saw some Mizzou dudes, as I mentioned. Mm. Uh, Matt McLoyne is the quarterback for one of the teams. He played at Penn State. I remember him. Who's the guy? He's a redheaded guy, right? Landry Jones is probably the biggest name in the mm. league, the guy who played for Oklahoma and also uh, for the start a few games for the Steelers, but he did not play. He was hurt in week one. He plays for Bob Stoops' Dallas team, who oh. failed to score a to touchdown, which made me happy. Reunited. It feels so good. Bob Stoops is a douchebag. Uh, Ricky Pearl's son, Austin Pearl, scored the first touchdown in XFL history. That's pretty cool. How about that? Okay. Some of the uniforms are pretty tight, I have to say. It worked. Looked like a bunch of Under Armour wild-ass shit out there? I mean, they weren't too wild. They were, like, kind of traditional. Okay. The uh, Houston team, na- named, uh, known as the Roughnecks, is uh, has sort of an Oiler logo, which is pretty tight. I think yeah. you'd like it. I mean, Roughnecks, yeah. Oilers, yeah. same thing. Uh, but you know there there's nothing it's nothing like uh there's some weird rules going on there okay weird um, rules like like a four point shot like in the uh you can big go three. you can go for 3 after a touchdown <laughs> okay so there is a there's four no point extra shot. points there's 1 2 and 3 there's a three point shot yeah you have to go from like the 10 or something and like the nfl defense corners get fired quickly uh including no way someone got fired already Pepper Johnson, who used to be a uh, <laughs> New York Jet linebacker and a uh, and a uh, a coach in the NFL for a long time, was fired after one game. It's a tragic name, Pepper, on Pepper. Your Johnson. It's just no good. And then, meanwhile, uh, linebacker and team captain Anthony John Johnson. I have no idea who this is. Mm. A lot of Johnsons uh, who played the- at LSU and played four years in the NFL mm-hmm. had. Uh, Tweeted that he is now quote a free agent. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna give him a, a lesson in business uh, acumen? The wild cat, cats lost their open to the Houston Renegades thirty seven seventeen. Ooh, whipping. You think Mitch is gambling on this yet? Oh yeah. I'd like to see what kind of algorithm
1: he's put together for this league. We'd love. Yeah. Now we're talking. People are gambling on this. People have been asking me if uh, Mitch is going to create an algorithm for MLB. He, they want to know. They want their baseball That's picks. Too much, too much, too much data. Yeah, too much data. Yeah,
0: he just plays those by feel. I think the sources are. Yeah, the database can't handle it all. Uh, how about some other sports news, Brian? Okay.
1: Philip Rivers
0: about? has officially parted ways with the L.A. Chargers. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, that you, surprises me.
0: Sixteen years with the Charger chargers he will officially be a free agent they jointly announced the decision on monday it's like a divorce yeah it's a long time where's he going he also uh people kind of knew this last month because he moved his entire giant family of like 42 from san diego to florida oh which is kind of funny is he gonna be
1: like is he trying to still play in the league or is he trying to be oh yeah he's trying to play in the league okay because they say he's
0: gonna be a good announcer I don't believe it. I don't like him at all. He uh, passed for forty six hundred fifteen yards, whatever that means. Uh, I that's one of the stats I hate the most in the NFL. Which is when they say, "Oh, he threw for four thousand yards a season." I have no, I can't do that math. Tell me how many yards per game he threw for. Oh, is like, that like if one he ever, you? if you told me that a quarterback averaged three hundred yards per game, I'm like, damn, that's that's a lot of yards. That's consistency. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, let me do some math here. You don't have to break your brain. No, no, I, I want to. This is fun. Okay. Forty six hundred yards, uh, forty six fifteen divided by sixteen games, okay, is two hundred eighty eight yards per game. That pretty sounds good. pretty impressive, pretty great, right? especially considering uh, their offensive line sucked and they had some injuries. He had twenty three touchdowns, his fewest since two thousand seven, and twenty picks. Mm. They went to they went five and eleven. So, do you think he's going to be a jaguar? Is that uh, why he's moved his his ginormous family to Florida? He could be a dolphin. Ooh. He could be a buck if they get rid of Jameis. There's they a lot ain't getting of options They rid of Jameis. Eh, they could. He's a free agent.
1: Nah, Jameis is going to keep on bombing, baby. Buccaneer bombers. That's that's all I got. That's it? You don't want to speculate on any other other teams he might be headed to? No, I
0: don't give a shit. I hate Philip Rivers. He's one of my least favorite guys in the entire league. <laughs> <laughs> has been for a long time. I don't care. And Why don't you tell us how you
1: really feel? I about don't them. like
0: the L.A. Chargers at all either, so, you know. Yeah, they got that soccer thing. I don't really care you, who they sign. you really disrespect. And don't tell me for one fucking second that Tom Brady's going there <laughs> to play in a soccer stadium. To light That's the match. That's ridiculous. And I don't even care if, if their stadium does open this year, which allegedly they say they're going to. Tom Brady's not going there. Mm. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Do you want to check in on uh, men's college basketball, Brad? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Baylor number one, baby. Yeah. In case you haven't been paying attention like most people, uh, I think college basketball season really starts in the Super Bowl. The number 1 team in America, Brad? Mhm. The Baylor Bears. Off straight off death row. Didn't they have like the death penalty there? Like no, one of their players killed another player. Yes.
1: Literal a death row people. That
0: was like 10 well, year 15 years ago. No, it was like 2011. So no, like 10 wrong. years ago. So it's, but whatever. I think Baylor's also ranked number 2 in uh women's hoops. They had a good football season. This is a
1: good year for Christians. Baptist, I should say. The Baptist. Yeah. yeah, Really doing some head dunking out in uh, Waco.
0: They're doing things. They're really, they're dancing. You can ride your boat up to the stadium. Yeah, in football. That's true. Yep. Baylor, number one at 21 and 1. They've won 20 straight games, too. Shit. I wonder who they lost to.
1: I bet Uh, the internet
0: knows. I bet they do. Gonzaga is number two at 25 and 1. Kansas, those cheating bastards are 20. (laughs) 20 and 3. I wasn't expecting that out of you, but I should have. San Diego State is 24 and 0 and ranked number four in the country, followed by Louisville, Dayton, Duke, Florida State, Maryland, and Seton Hall is your top 10. Did you see uh, Duke and UNC went to overtime?
1: I did. That game was fucking bananas. Yeah. Some wild stuff. I think there's a. Uh somebody there's an ex-pro whose son's on that squad i'm gonna have to look at that roster they, oh, really? they've got somebody well it. i
0: they kept showing the the guy hit a shot from the same spot that Austin rivers hit a shot like six years ago oh yeah to, to beat duke in or to beat carolina at duke
1: ouch all right carolina their only loss uh to washington baylor bears
0: 67 64 hmm. unranked washington baylor bears that's that's all I got, Brad. Are there any other? Oh, let's talk some golf. You want to talk some golf? Yeah, just real quick. Okay. Okay. You want to start off? You want me to? No, lead us. Lead us, in, lead us in?
1: Okay, so Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. He went off on Saturday. I think he chipped in two balls. He like had a short game performance for the ages. People are talking about it. Unfortunately, he shot a 74 on Sunday, finishing in solo third. Uh, he threatened early. He's an old man, but he's still very competitive. He's uh, fat. He's, he's not as fat anymore, right? No, no, he's skinny. He's, he's thin. He's he's a uh, he's a rip boy. He's not hefty anymore. He's no, he's just lefty, lefty bomber. He had uh, four bogeys and a double in the last eleven holes to knock himself to third. Uh, Kevin Streelman, who's turning himself into Mister Sunday, he's been playing really well on oh. Sundays, but uh, he had just two bogeys in his final eighteen, finished runner up, uh, and of higher note he won the pro am title with
0: his partner larry fitzgerald
1: letty 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 letty
0: your boy i saw larry, i saw some clips of larry larry can he play he got a golf swing yeah he can spin it back too like he he looks like a real player out there i mean what do you think he's been doing playing golf good for him
1: yeah that's what he does in his off seasons uh two former number 1s world number 1s i should say who have been who have struggled recently found some form uh Jason Day, 46 in the world now, for the week. Uh, he faltered on Sunday, shooting 75, but he did uh, have a very good, nice weekend. And then uh, Jordan Spieth, 55th, uh, he fired a 67 uh, low round of the day for a backdoor top 10 uh Sunday. So, um,
0: backdoor top 10. Backdoor. What do we
1: have to do to get tickets to the uh, Dell match play this year? I think I've got a, sorry, you hooked up. I got a box too. Are you inspired? Are you <laughs> God damn, I could put it all Turn the it up. way up. Turn it all the way up. Did you like that? Yes, I like that a lot. I'll go Kirk Cousin all over that. So I got a few more little notes here for you. Okay. Uh, the winner, Nick Taylor, who I don't know much who about. Who he played for. Who he played for. He played for uh, he play for that uh, championship right there. Uh, he's the winner. He made more money last weekend than I'll make in my entire life, so shouts to him. That's true. That is factual. Uh, on the other side of the world, this is kind of interesting. So they uh, on the European tour, 21-year-old phenom Min Woo Lee got his first career win. He led the uh, European tour in driving distance last year. Oh. And what's even of higher note, Lee, who's a star in the making, his sister is a top-ten player in the world, Benji Lee. Boom. Is she hot? plays on the um, – uh, that's up to Interpretation. <laughs> That's like your opinion, man. You
0: gotta well, check it out. Well, I'll never check it out unless she's attractive. And well, then we'll know who she is. Okay. America will never know this woman's name unless she's hot. And if she's hot, she may be a part of our lives. If you'd like to uh, Google
1: M-I-N-J-E-E, Minji. Minji. Lee is, is the last name. Anyways, yeah, kind of interesting. To uh, She's top ten player in the world on the women's side. Good for her. This guy is up and coming, looking like he's going to be a big... Big-time player. It. Are they
0: Korean? Am they're I actually uh, Australian. I'm sure.
1: Well, they're from... Aust- uh, they're Aussies,
0: but I'm sure that they uh, have Asian descent. Okay. Based on their names. Well, that's what I'm going on, I having never seen these people. Okay. Hey, uh, can we talk about Kevin Durant and pettiness? I love to talk about Kevin Durant. Kevin really. Durant on a podcast called All the Smoke had a quote here. In OKC, I played with a lot of athletes. I didn't play with a lot of skilled guys, not like shooters, ball handlers. I was like, I need a change, and this was before the season even started. He goes on. I was tired of having to be the only guy who can make threes, make jump shots, and consistently make them. Mm. You have any thoughts on this?
1: Yeah. So why don't you just go to the best shooting and ball handling team of all time,
0: and uh, you, hey, know, you don't have to straight up seventy four wins
1: or seventy three wins or whatever? How
0: fucking petty are you, Kevin Durant? This Kevin Durant heel turn he's made over the last like six years is so disappointing. <laughs> it really is soft. It's it's soft. Soft is the best it's way to so put
1: it. It's so soft. And then he goes and joins up with possibly the biggest psycho yeah, of all time. Flat Earther. Flat Earther and Kyrie, who is like the locker room destroyer, death star. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen over in fucking New Jersey, but they turn themselves for being like the greatest locker room team of all time, led by like randoms like Spencer Dinwiddle, Dinwiddie, and deloading was on there. But now it is a fucking circus show over there, led by the Death Star, Kyrie Irving. The
0: Death Star. I think that should be his nickname. I I like it. Yeah, I like it. Is that a Star Wars reference? It is nerd. Yeah. I got nothing else, Brad. Is there anything else you want to you want to talk about? Any other sports takes you have? I'm trying to here. I'm pretty sure that covers. Hey, you know what I'm going to talk about on today's, or on uh, tomorrow's, or today's? I thought you let me out of the mind of Micah. Well, I just remember what I want to talk about. I'm going to cut this after we're done here. Okay. It's a great story about Radio Row. Oh. You ever listen, you're from, Brad is a media professional.
1: I have background in radio and newspaper.
0: You know, you're familiar with Radio Road during the Super Bowl? Yes. It's where every, like, local radio show in America goes to the Super Bowl. They sit in this, like, fucking it's hotel a ballroom. And people bring their A, B, C, and D list celebrities by. Yeah. And uh, so each guy, like Jerry Rice, will come up and come on your, your show. Your, your gym and and Steve in the morning from mm-hmm. Kalamazoo, Michigan, mm-hmm. but you can do five minutes with Jerry Rice, but he gets to plug Noroco. Yes. It's always advertising based. Yes. Every player there has something to pitch. Yes. And, uh, and they're there's, making there's a great story, which you will hear this week on mind of Micah about the, like the market behind this. Okay. That there's guys that are considered Monday guys, Tuesday guys, Wednesday guys, Thursday guys, Friday guys in terms of their star power. Yeah. Okay. And if a Monday guy shows up on Friday, nobody's gonna to talk to him. If a Friday guy shows up on Wednesday, Oh he's like big, people. He's a big he's fish big in a big small pond. Yeah, he's big dickin'. Yeah. And uh it's a tremendous piece. Uh from uh I, that sounds it was very actually from the ringer dot okay. I know your favorite website. My Is boys. It Brian Curtis that wrote this? Yeah. That guy's he's, pretty good. Yeah, he's kind of their media guy and uh He understands the business side of it all. Yeah, it's great. So you can hear that on my with Micah, Brad, and I will be back later. Uh if this week, perhaps this week. Yeah. If not this week, then next week. We'll be around. Uh, let us know what you want to hear. Call our hotline. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. We're going to gear up
1: on basketball. We just need to get into the
0: flow yeah, of things. Get, turn it By up the
1: time level. March Madness hits, we're going to be full. We'll be flow. all in. We'll be full with effect.
0: The, with the, the gamblers uh, and the degenerates. Also, uh, shit, pitchers and catchers. Titan has come back. Come soon, They've been talking that about it. It. The return.
1: Right, where is this? It's the bottom right. Left. There you go. That was it. The return
0: Ooh. of tight and high.
1: Garza came over and threatened me this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, what? he came over. and He had been drinking. He brought in an empty <laughs> six-pack of uh, <laughs> whatever. White Claw. White Claw. They were the berry flavor. And he said, "You're you're you're your getting married, and I'm taking you. We're going somewhere." that's going to be lit for your bachelor party. I'm not staying here in Austin. We're not going on some explicit, he used an, an expletive, Yes, and then said golfing outing. We're not doing that. We're going to New Orleans. We're going to Montreal. We're going to the stripper capital of America. And then he proceeded to threaten me for a good 20 minutes about what we needed to do and why. Let's just go to 11. Miami. He said Miami was of on the list. He did. Yeah, he wants to go back. Forever and always. So that's it. That was um, my Garza sighting. And he said, "Oh yeah." And, and then also, by the way, we're going to be doing tight and high. He couldn't wait. He cannot <laughs> wait. He's off I his could. vegan diet. He can hold his booze a little, a little better. Bit. Not much. He's still puss. He's still a little out of control.
0: Uh, Peter the Irish guy. You know, still doing his thing. I saw him. He went on dates this weekend. Oh, he did. Yeah, Good for very them. pretty young lady. Peter is back. Pete. Hey, follow me on social media. You can see a picture of my puppy. Charlie, it's a good looking She's dog. She's cute as shit. That's true. We took her to the vet today. Four pounds, yeah, four pounds exactly. At Michael Weiner, M I C A H W I E N E R. to people follow you, Brad. Let's pick you up a follower.
1: Bradley well. B Key on Instagram, where you will see my dog. He's 115 pounds, uh, and this weekend you could have seen him pulling my golf cart for me. I'd have a push cart. I a tied that, Ralph to it. Some big Ralph dog pulled it there. for me. Come get me. Come come at me. Come get me. Come get some bitch. Don't at me, but come at me. Say something. I think that's where we're going to end here. That's it. That's all. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.